Hello and welcome to the How To Hobby Podcast. I'm your host, John Power, joined once again by the candleman himself, Sean Bennett. He's here to absolutely knock your socks off with some astounding statistics like he always does. And Sean, we made it through. I, uh, last week was a little bit of an <laughs> unfortunate circumstance. You may be able to still hear it in my voice, listeners. Maybe, maybe you don't. But I, we tried to record last week to fill you in, and I got struck with the black lung for sure. I mean, it was like I had been in the coal mine for years. It was, it was brutal. He was just hacking up a lung. We tried, we tried <laughs> pausing. We tried bringing it back, and it just it wasn't getting any better. And so we, we decided to call it quits, let him heal, and then we could come back this week and try and, and retry it. But we apologize for it being a bit since we released an episode. We, uh, we just, John came down with, with a, a, a dash of the black lung last week. Dash of the black lung <laughs> just, pop. It's just a dash, though. Just a dash. Just a wee bit. Well, and, and I'm telling you, it's, it was not pleasant. Uh, and I felt really bad, too, because we, we thought we could push through. And sometimes your body just does mm-hmm. not cooperate Mm -mm. and you know i guess realistically sean i i've been looking at my statistics because i do i you know you know me i ride to work every day yep uh and so it's it's a big part of my life but i will note so i didn't think i was sick i didn't really think i was seeing any which again it was mainly a throat thing Mm -hmm. and i think it was a travel fatigue we were in san diego i told you i was surfing every day just killing it waking up at 5 a.m., just getting the, getting the most out of the day. You know what we do here, how-to hobby boys. And I came back to Arizona after driving and everything. I think my body just – it was hot, Sean. Yeah, and- it was way hotter than San Diego. Uh, I mean, San Diego, it's <laughs> like, say the it's least. like 70, like 77, 78. What, what was the, the high when you got back home? It to, was 112 <laughs> and our house was actually like 90 degrees. Oh we my made God. a new move and we didn't know. These are things you don't know about living in Arizona. We thought, you know how in, in San Diego, one, you don't even have AC most of the yep. time. Yep. But if you do, you don't leave it on when you leave for three weeks. No, Who always, that? always turn it off. It may be stuffy when you get home, but you never have that stuff running. That that's right because it's one. It's really expensive in, in San Diego, and it, I mean it's expensive here too. But regardless, I digress. We made the new move of not turning it on, and pre you know at like a high like eighty something. We mm-hmm. came home. It was a ninety degrees in the house. <laughs> My wife almost. I mean that was almost it right there. She was like, "What are we doing here?" I was like, "I don't know. This is really rough, huh? Is refrigerator is almost dying? Like it was like." Ugh. It was like me. Refrigerator was ready to go struggle out. Um, regardless, uh, we made it through. But I will say this. I, what I was trying to get at from this roundabout story is I've been tracking my, I, I track my ride progress through Strava. And I'm not like a huge statistics guy. Like I just do it on my phone. I don't have like a Fitbit or a, like a Garmin super watch or anything. I just do the phone and I turn it on and I throw it in my, ba- my bag. And it's a good way to see my, my, like, it gives me some basic stuff, like my wattage that I'm producing on the okay. ride, my average power. So average watt 
um, throughout the entire ride. And then mileage, of course, and some of the other stuff. Who knows if it's accurate? Well, uh, one of the biggest things is average mile per hour. I typically average when I'm riding between 18 and 20 miles per hour here because it's flat. There's no yep. obstructions. It's flat. I, I could never, I mean, you do that sometimes if you're really pushing it in San Diego, but, um, well, I'll just say this when I was not feeling a hundred percent, like with the throat thing, I felt good. Like I felt like I had energy, but my body still wasn't putting out. Like mm. I, there were days, I think I was going like 16 miles per hour average. That's, and I that's was really noticing, cool that you have that data. Well, yeah. And I felt fatigued. Like, like it was weird. It's like I had energy to ride. It wasn't like I didn't want to ride, but when I was in the middle of riding, I felt fatigued and today, or sorry, yesterday and today, like, and there's a curve, there's actually a, a data curve. So if you, that's the cool thing about having consistency on your metrics is, you know, where you are on your average curve. Mm -hmm. So yep. I went like this, like I <laughs> nosedived and went down for like my, that whole week, I was like, I don't know. It was like pulling teeth for four days of riding. And, uh, I'd kind of get back up in the, in the evening to, to like where I'd be pretty good. I think I had energy, whatever, but in the morning it was just rough. I'd wake up. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, Oh, and, Oh, and I wasn't sleeping. That's right. Cause it was so hot. I wasn't sleeping. So the lack of sleep definitely impacted my morning ride hundred percent. And today dude, I killed it. I had a PR today. I was like, and all day today on both rides, morning and afternoon, I was like averaging, I think the morning I was like 140 Watts. And then this afternoon I was 160. Wow. So I was like feeling good, but it compared to like, it felt good to ride versus pulling teeth. And this will kind of transition into a later point in the show. I want to bring this up, but consistency with any hobby or anything you're trying to pursue in a more performance-based level, you're going to have days where it sucks, man. Most definitely. And the coolest part about you having that data is that what it, I guess what it really does is it makes me wonder how many days that I have where I'm maybe not operating at my peak level, but I don't notice because I don't have the data or I'm not paying attention to my performance levels. It's just, oh, I feel good. So I must be at the same level as I was yesterday. But there's so many things depending on what I ate before I went to bed or how well I slept or that's why I got the aura ring about six months ago. And this has been the greatest thing for me is using it to track my sleep. And I, what I intentionally do is before I look at my data, I ask myself, how do I feel? Cause I don't want to like self-fulfill prophecy and like, see, oh, it says I slept like crap. So I'm going to, I should just feel like crap all day. So I like take a mental note and I've gotten pretty in tune with recognizing that if I feel a certain way, I probably didn't sleep well, or I slept really well. So I feel this way, but it just makes me wonder how many other areas of my life that I not tracking that stuff that I could be seeing my trends and my peaks and bad performances. Dude, it's so cool. I mean, that, and you have to be careful. I think this is like, this is a double-edged sword, uh, be, having the awareness. And I definitely think it's, it's a twofold. You don't want to go too far to almost like letting the data and technology mm -hmm. tell you how you should feel. Like that's the, that's yep. the con here. 
we gotta we gotta understand that there is sort of a you can go one way or the other you can look at it as a, a learning experience and learning tool and and honestly like a life shaping and building up sort of accessory or you can let the data drive you to be like feeling depressed because you didn't sleep you didn't get that ultimate sleep score or whatever mm-hmm. i mean i don't know i i have heard stories and i haven't messed with the sleep related things yet um mainly because i i sleep pretty good but i'm glad you're seeing positive effects even in your own life yeah uh, yeah tracking I really this am. stuff yeah, I, I really am. And it's for me, it's not that I necessarily aggregate the data and look at trends or things that the app allows me to do that. I don't really go down that road. For me, yeah. what it what it does is on a day where I'm starting to struggle, maybe by like one or two in the afternoon, I go, oh, let's check how was my sleep last night. And I go, oh, I slept kind of crappy. Oh, I did eat a candy bar, you know, 30 minutes before mm-hmm. I went to sleep. So for me, I'm using it to try and track kind of what my patterns are doing to me and how it affects my next day. So if I'm just struggling all day and I'm like, oh yeah, I ate a huge cupcake and then passed out 15 minutes later, I probably didn't sleep very well because I was on a sugar high for three hours while I was trying to sleep. I go, oh, maybe tonight I eat dinner at six o'clock. I don't eat anything before bed. And then I notice, oh, I got a really good sleep tonight. I feel really great this morning. Okay. Now it's starting to click. So for me, it's looking at the trends that I do, like the unhealthy trends and how they affect. Like I know for a fact, any night where I drink alcohol, my sleep score is automatically lower. I have more rest, less sleep, and I struggle to stay in REM sleep, even if it's just one beer. That's all yep. it takes to affect my sleep. And, and, and that's 100% accurate. I, I've listened to these nutrition podcasts and, and very uh, astute nutritionists who look at the neuro side and Huberman, Andrew Huberman, who we plug uh, on this podcast openly for all you listeners out there. If you haven't heard of him, he's, he's a neuroscientist out of Stanford school of medicine. And this guy is an absolute G uh, and he knows and I've heard it from him and other people that he's had on the show, but mainly from him. He has a whole sleep. He has a number of sleep related uh, shows and he's pretty much like the way it works. It's, it does not matter if you have even a little bit of wine prior to bed, you will not have as good a REM sleep. It directly is, and you will sleep. A lot of people drink a lot of, a lot of alcohol because it makes you sleep. It does make you sleep, but you're not in REM. You are just literally lying there like a dead body. So, I mean, it's, again, that's the extreme. That's like, uh, I've drank, but yeah, I know I'm, I am with you on the, I, that's why I tr- I've really, one of my big things of this year has been, and even last year has been, I don't drink during the week period because mm-hmm. yep. there's no time to drink during the week and, and have it work for you. And one of my uh, big changes I put in intentionally this year has been, if I have a beer, I have it like two or three, like I try and do it. And even then there's still, it's in your system. So it's still going to impact your sleep. And again, I mean, this is, this is everybody's question, right? The, the ultimate discussion is, is it worth it to you to be able to experience that or is it not? And for me, it's worth it, but for other people, maybe it's not. And that's totally okay. I get now the understanding that there is from this neuro side of it. 
of how much an impact it has because sleep is the gateway to everything. Oh God, Good sleep everything is is the is the baby maker right there. I don't know what you're saying, baby. No, but I I absolutely agree. Sleep is more crucial than I think a lot of people understand. And for anybody out there, there's so many podcasts and books and articles and and YouTube videos on on how to maximize sleep, how to to get your best night's sleep. I think some of the stuff can be kind of gimmicky, but just things as simple as limit the alcohol you drink. Uh, like John did during the week, specifically when you have to be performing for work or, you know, don't eat two hours, two to three hours before bed. Like there are little things you can do um, to kind of help. And then once you've mastered that, then there's even more things like only having red light on at night. So it helps Uh your brain trick you into being asleep. So like there's, there's definitely some things out there. And my favorite part, and this is kind of alluding into something that I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, is this the intention of this episode is John and I are doing kind of like a media review. We're looking at our hobbies through the year, how we've been doing and kind of checking in with ourselves and how we are are really intentionally moving forward with the rest of our year. And for one of the things that I've been struggling with is that my job, John and I recently got new jobs at the start of the year. Um, my job was, and I say was, was incredibly high stress and I was struggling on way more ways than I realized. And so I decided for my health, my mental health, my sanity, and just my, like, just being happy is I quit my job. (laughs) I I did it. Holy moly. Wow. Well, Sean, before you go into that, we are going to drop into our, everybody's favorite topic because we're going to let them hang on this little bit of information. Uh, One, Congratulations for whatever reason. But two, we have some social media, ladies and gentlemen. Please, if you have an opportunity, go to our website, howtohobbypodcast.com. Sean watches the comms like a hawk, as always. Uh, and you can reach us at our Gmail account, howtohobbypodcast at gmail.com. And before we dive into the rest of the mid-year review, Sean's going to drop some knowledge on everybody and I think provide some profound understanding about how to interact with life in a healthy way. But before we dive back into that, you can find us on our Instagram, Twitter, at How to Hobby Podcast. And please, wherever you're listening to us tonight, whether it be Spotify, Google Play, Pocket Cast, leave us a five-star review. And uh, you follow us if you can. And, and we, we thank you and appreciate everyone who listens to the show actively. And we're excited to continue being the How-To Hobby boys and girls with the rest of you. So thank you. And Sean, let's, let's dive into the mid-year review. So this is big news. Yes. Um, yeah. You have made a, made a huge decision here. So what was the catalyst for, I mean, you kind of already set us up, but yeah, it was, it was a a stressful environment. Yeah. It was a crazy stressful environment. I realized that the work just wasn't right for me. And the, the thing that really called to me is that I had realized that in the six months that I started, because I started first week of January, um, in the six months that I was there, uh, almost seven months, actually, um, I had lost so much drive outside of work. I dropped a lot of my hobbies. 
I dropped a lot of my friends and family and I was finding negativity in everywhere I could look and I didn't have any passion for anything. I would get off work. I would come home. I would just binge TV all night. I'd fall asleep. I'd get up to the same thing all day, just stress. It's major stress ball. Come home, watch TV, trying to de-stress without doing it in a healthy way. And I just started realizing that I was losing myself in the daily grind. Mm. And that's just not what I was looking for. And I was like, you know, I got to do what's right for me. I got to do what's right for for my future and my health and you know my family and I decided look I'm quitting I'm putting in my two weeks and I'm gonna I'm gonna just spend some time unemployed wow unbelievable and and hats off to you for for making a decision based around healthy lifestyle because I think I was just thinking about this today actually how when you're in a position where you can't you get stuck. And this happens. Mm -hmm. This is a sad reality of our world today. People get themselves locked into positions that they don't enjoy. Yep. And, who, and it's not your fault, right? It is not your fault. At the end of the day, you're trying to find, this was a great job. This mm -hmm. was a great job because it was for you in the moment. Now, as time went on, clearly it was not a great job. And that is up to you as the I mean, it's an interaction, right? It's a transaction between business body and you as, as the worker. And I mean, this is my view. It's, you've got to have a realistic working relationship between both parties. If it's, yep. if it's unrealistic, which is what it sounds like to me from an outsider, isn't it? And even just outside of being a buddy of yours, if you were to say, if anybody was to come up to me and say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm stressed, I come home, all I do is watch binge watch this or I, you know, I do whatever I do, but I lose track of who I am and I'm not feeling happy. Then I would say, well, dude, get out of it. And they might say, this wasn't your case. Thank goodness, Sean. But they might say, well, oh, I have a family. I've got mm -hmm. two kids and I can't do it because it's too much. I just took this big risk and now I'm stuck for at least another year or two or whatever. Who knows? So all I'm going to say is, man, what a blessing that you are able to now move on to something that you're going to enjoy and you're going to keep carving your story. And also, come on, Sean, you're the how-to hobby. We, we have a way of doing things. We got emergency funds. If I needed to drop out here because I was unhappy, I've got an emergency fund to fall back on. Now, it's not preferred, right? This yep. is not a preferred way of going about it. But this is another reason why we preach emergency fund having uh, things in the background to keep you afloat just in case you need to pivot. Pivoting should be uh, always an option. Yep. I now, absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. And it, it weighed on me heavy. Like I was this, this was the most money I had ever made in my life uh, at this job. And, and it was a huge pay, a huge title and a huge career jump. And I felt so much kind of guilt and shame around like, oh, if you just, just stick it out, you'll be fine. Just stick it out. It'll be good. You're making money, you're saving, yada, yada. And then I finally just had a realization of, I, I have no kids, no, not married. I rent's really cheap. I have a decent amount saved up in my emergency fund. Like at no other point in my life will I have this level of freedom. Mm. Like this is as free as I will ever be, I think, in terms of being able to kind of do what I want. And so 
I was like, it's I agree. it's time. It's absolute time. So I'm 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 gonna go on a crazy hobby journey right now. I already have started yesterday. I, I did some fun stuff. Um, I'm considering going to bartending school just to get a bartending cert, just to kind of explore that hobby a little I bit love more. It, like man. there's I love it. Like now get is working, my brother. Time. <laughs> yeah, we're I'm coming to your bar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love I'm, this bar. <laughs> yeah, now is now is my time to embark upon some crazy self-growth and, and hobby time before I decide to, to go back to work. Well, dude, I love it. I love the drive. I love the, uh, I mean, this is just another awesome opportunity to experience life in a way that we can, we can help each other out. You're going to, you're going to grow from this. I'm going to grow through you vicariously. And I just admire you for, for taking a step that not many people want to do. So hats off to you and and i wish you the best on the time off uh sounds like you're i mean what what was what was for dinner tonight you living it up yep oh yeah uh grilled burgers um <laughs> froze frozen patties from costco because they're they're cheap and easy they're delicious delicious um uh, i even i do a little bit of worcestershire as soon as i throw them in the grill a little bit of worcestershire and some uh uh, Montreal steak seasoning on there. And it just gives it this nice, salty, meaty flavor. Really, really good. Um, I went to the gun range yesterday. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to do as much as I possibly can right now. Guns gotta love guns. Yes. I'm actually getting ready to, uh, I'm going to be picking your brain here because I'm getting ready to purchase my first gun. It's on this. You're going to laugh, but it's on the 2023 to-do list. Oh, okay. So, I like it. So, so 2023, uh, you know, maybe mid to beginning to mid, mm -hmm. I would say spring, probably, probably when, when it'll strike down, we're going to, uh, purchase some firearms here in Arizona. And I think what I'll do is, uh, I guess apparently here you can have a transfer take place. You can buy it online mm -hmm. and then have it transferred to a store and then pick it up. Yep. So that's what I'm going to do. And, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm excited. That'll be an ongoing thing here. Don't want it, to, it's a tease right now. Cause it's, this is 2023. I know I don't have that, uh, residual income just flowing that cash flow, uh, like some of my engineer brethren, man, uh, they make one day, me, one they day. make me we'll sick, <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's dive into, I want to, I want to, share one thing I'm happy about this year with yeah. you, with you listeners and Sean, and that's my 31st birthday, or I should say it's my third year running birthday hike. So for the last three years on my birthday, I have hiked a mountain, hiked a mountain, some, some high mountain. Okay. And, um, all they've all been good. They've all been over 10,000 feet. And Good, good. They've been good. They're just over two miles high. It's totally, totally nonchalant. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> 30 was big. 30 was the big one because we actually camped at the top of San Gregorio. Oh, and that God. was my first time. Camp That's the highest I've ever spent. What's, um, what's the peak there? 12, 12,000. God, I did one night at 11, five, and it was the worst night's sleep I've ever had in my life. It was, it was just yeah. woke up with the most gnarly altitude sickness my, I've ever had. Mine wasn't great. I, I drank on, because oh, uh, we brought, I, I hiked beers at the top, Okay, which again, it was like a session. It wasn't nothing, but 
<laughs> when you apparently, if you have any type of alcohol at, at 12,000 feet, you, your body's like, oh, and then I had a really big meal and it was a lot of, um, cause you always do right when you're hiking, oh, yeah. but I didn't realize that your body, it's like a chore mm-hmm. for everything to work. So I think I ate way too much and it was like rice and rice sits heavy anyways. Yep. So yeah, it was, dude, it was bad. I called it, I called it, it was the three sisters backpackers pantry meal forever. No, I mean, I'm sure it's fine <laughs> at sea level, but dude, that this, it was terrible. And, my, wow. and you're like, nothing works. Like your body just does. I didn't set myself up for success, but this year we did San Bernardino and uh, it was great, man. A lot of fun. Uh, 10,000 feet. Uh, I had found this loop. I had sighted it out and in 2020, but then the mountain burned down. Mm. So I was unable to get out there with the, with the troop and, oh gosh, man, the first day we didn't see anybody. And this is outside of LA County, like San Bernardino central, like you're, yeah, you're literally like in orange County and you're not, not too anybody. Yeah. It's not too far from LA or San Diego. I think it's a less than a two hour drive from my house out there. It's, it's still pretty, pretty central Southern California. And nobody goes best kept secret, but so, so my, the thing I want to share is the hike was great. We did it. We ended up doing, I think it was 27 miles over, over two days, which was, which was really good actually, um, with a full pack, but the gear that I brought, I, I, I purchased a new gear, new piece of gear, a new gear. I purchased a new gear, gear update. Let's do it. Gear update. This is the Catadyne B Free six liter, and this is a. Uh, it's called the B Free B E F R E E. We'll we'll link it in the show notes, but it's freeing because literally the cap of the of the of the bottle is the filter. So you literally just unscrew the body, which is like a silicone sack, and you just throw it right in the stream. You feel like you feel like uh, in Lord of the Rings when they just are able to like fill up because everything's mm-hmm. so pure. That's what it felt like to me. Like I felt like I was Gollum and I'm just sticking it in. Like, <laughs> but I wasn't getting a fish. I was just getting water. But anyway, it was, it was really fun. And it's, it's just great because you can drink water really fast. Like every time you stop, you can just drink like two mm-hmm. or three bottles and then you keep one with you. And I was like, you, I don't know, just because it's like lightweight at the more you drink, the less it weighs. So it's just, dude, highly recommend. It will be my new like bike biking. Um, if I'm doing anything, I'm bringing it on Whitney this year for sure. I might even get another one. Honestly, I might do like a little have one drink one like it. It's great. And you can get it in the uh, one liter or the 0.6. I, okay. I chose the 0.6 because I still had like a camelback. Okay. So, so this is like, more of a on the fly. I'm thirsty. Fill it yeah. up. Drink it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's very, very powerful. Very powerful listeners. So uh, that is my, my mid-year gear review. And I highly recommend the Catadine Be Free. I, my buddy was so funny. My buddy's like, oh yeah, I had one of those and only lasted like one time. And I was like, what are you talking about? Sometimes you hear things. 
And you go, I don't know what that means. But anyway, I kept using it and I'm totally good. It lasted the trip. It was durable. It, it really, it, it checked every box. And I mean, when you have a lightweight piece of gear, what really can, come on. It can be like the worst piece of gear and you're still mm-hmm. like happy about it because it's a light. Oh, 100%. So, 100%. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at, listeners. Feeling good. Sean, do you have any uh, do you have any other mid-year listener reviews that you want to throw in here? Yeah, for me, um, my big thing, it's technically new gear for me. It's <laughs> I've talked about it before, but the, new gear? <laughs> the the new gun that I bought, the Ruger, oh. Ruger 1022. Um, that little thing just rocks. Um, I took it to the range out of the box. It was fairly accurate. I had to spend some time honing it in, bringing the sights in, but within reason at about 25 yards, because I was the farthest to the indoor range that I was at could go. Um, I was able to pretty much point at whatever I wanted to pull the trigger. I knew that it was going to be within, you know, a quarter inch of, wow. of where, where I wanted it to be. And that's a 25 yards, which isn't very far for rifles, but for a little 22 that I'm planning on taking small game hunting, that's pretty pretty suitable for what i'm looking for so that was that was fun but yeah taking that to the range and messing with the scope and learning how to adjust it and and actually learning how to do the different clicks for the different um radians based on how you know how far the target is how many inches you are off the target at that distance how many clicks does the scope need to move in one direction or the other to bring the 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 target or the scope within you know accuracy of the barrel it was it was crazy science. I was trying to sit at the range on my phone, Dude. learning all this while doing it. Um, the core, so, the Coriolis effect. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Coriolis <laughs> 25 yards on a little 22. Yeah. Uh, the earth, the earth was spinning uh, before my round could hit the target. It was, Oh, it was crazy. Wow. Um, you yeah, are an no, engineer. But... <laughs> so as you dial it in, everything's dialed in. Yep. Yeah. Dial it in. It took about an hour because uh, this is the first time I'd ever done this. So it took me a little bit longer than I think um, anyone. And now that, that for me, how long it would take, but I got it dialed in. I still need to keep practicing with it because I really want to get to you know an actual hunting rifle. That's my goal. But I figured I'd start small and cheap and practice there first. It's also crazy quiet like it's it sounds like a pellet gun with how quiet it is you don't even technically need to wear hearing protection that's how quiet it is i still will because i have already screwed up my ears enough in my life and i already have tinnitus so i don't need to to make it any worse but um yeah that's that's my new piece of gear it's been so much fun to shoot i went through way more rounds than i thought i would but i just was so excited to keep firing it was so much fun is it the uh eleven oh what is it the carbine model? Yeah, it's a polycarb. I'll post a link to it in the show notes. Um, it's just a classic Ruger ten twenty two, and I got the black polycarbonate um body rather than the classic wood, mainly because the wood is really heavy, and I really want to take this um, squirrel hunting up in NorCal, and I didn't really want to carry a heavy gun through the woods. <laughs> so nice. I, do, I like. I think I'm going to, I'm going to definitely get one of these for my, me and my son to. Oh, I absolutely. And with a scope mounted, it was 300 bucks for the, the rifle and the scope. So like it was um, a crazy good package and deal. And I mean, it's not the the nicest scope, but it's 
absolutely doable within a hundred yards. Um, I mean, at Ruger, you don't really take it or at 10, 20, you don't take it very farther than that. Uh, dude, by just on a, on another note, have you heard of the terminal list? So I have, I've not seen the show. I have all of the books. Uh, I've been following Jack Carr for probably three or four years. Um, have you read he, all the books? Yep. I've read them. I own all of them. He's a Do black you... rifle. He's a black rifle coffee guy. Oh, he's, oh he's the BRC. <laughs> oh, I yeah. should have known. Well, dude, yeah. holy moly. Yeah. Dude, I've not yeah. seen the show. I haven't seen the show because I'm, I'm in that classic. The books are so good that I'm worried that I don't want to then put in my mind, Chris Pratt as the main character in the rest of the books that I read, but I do want to watch it because I know it's really more? good. Yeah. He's just a, released his fourth one. And I think he's working on a fifth right now. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, this is, I'm in, I'm caught in a dilemma, dude, because yep. I was going to start reading them, but then that prime came up and oh my goodness. Sean, yeah, I this have... is, this is the best show I have seen in like me and Allie were on the edge of our seat. Like it was, mm -hmm. I, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. they worked. Jack Carr worked really closely with Chris Pratt during the filming. Chris Pratt's actually friends with a lot of Black Rifle Coffee guys. Um, I have, I have uh, on my bookshelf within sight, viewers can't see me. I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. I have the terminal list, uh, the belie uh, true believer and savage son by Jack Carr, his first oh. three books on my shelf I, right, it's dude. the greatest book series i have I ever read why ever have read. i not what am i doing yeah they are so good so good you can get it at barnes and noble amazon your local bookstore um they're they're absolutely fantastic i, can't um, believe... I even got savage son which is his third one i got as a pre-release and i actually have it signed by him uh on the front page of the book dude so, um, yeah okay well i don't know <laughs> Sean, it's great, dude. Holy moly. And then now I want to read the books. I'm with you, but I just, I don't know. This show is good, dude. Mm -hmm. I guess, I don't know. What should I keep watching or should I cut it off? It was. I, I would keep watching. I would finish it, but then I would definitely read the books before I'm, I'm, oh, like the I'm next season comes out. It is, dude. And it's like everything, all the details, like the way they're like, it is. I've never seen, I'll say this, I've never seen a modern SEAL related show mm -hmm. or, or, or representation across the board, like movies, anything that's this well, like executed, like yeah. it is legit. Like he's, you could tell the detail. It was like thought out yeah. well, way Chris, in advance. And they were working with people that knew what they were doing. Cause it's like, yep. you're like, dude, that guy knows how to hold a gun. That guy. Whoa. Like the whole thing. Yeah, they're oh. all really good. All the actors are really good. Chris Pratt is already, he's pretty big in the gun world already. He's kind of like Keanu Reeves where he's got a lot of training already. So he's pretty good at it. And he's a um, beast. The dude, he's, he's is a, a beast. He's a tank. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I would not mess with that guy. Holy no, moly. No, I wouldn't either. But they, they did a lot of, um, consulting with jack carr with other uh, military mm -hmm. uh consultants for all of the action scenes for any of the firearms everything there Dude, they the actually gear? brought in real the real people and real it's, gear that's the thing is it's like it's not just the actors and like the way they're handling it it's it's the way everything looks like it is legit that mm -hmm. is a gun that yeah. is like a a watch 
That is it. Like it's nothing is, is you're going, Oh, what, what's that? What, what's that product placement? Come on. Yep. Yeah. I'm not what I wasn't born yesterday. I want to watch. I'm a man. <laughs> anyway, that dude, even Allie, I was like, cause normally she's not super into, mm-hmm. uh, it just depends. Like the, the really intense ones, you know, you're kind of, you're not super, yep. or, or she hasn't been like, it takes a little bit, right? She's like, ah, I'm not ready to get into anything intense tonight. I was like, Hey, do you want to try this out? Dude, we, we tried it out and it was boom. <laughs> this was whoo. I'm still high from it. This is last night, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, really good. I, You're lucky I'm here talking to you right now. I should be watching the show. Oh man. Okay, that's going to be your, your hobby this week is just that show. I, I like No, it. we don't binge. No. We're, we're like, we're like, uh, we probably will watch another one this week, but we're, we don't usually, we usually kind of enjoy it. Right. Enjoy the experience. Yep. Like the good old days when shows were only released one episode a week and it took, you know, four and a half months for you to finish a season. That's, that was the good old days where you actually had to wait to know rather than just watching eight hours. Now, and this is coming from somebody who I binge a lot of stuff. I've been binging for the last six months, like I said, because of just how crazy work was. I got home and I would just binge. I watched like all, rewatched all eight or nine seasons of Bones. I went through all like seven seasons of Castle. Like I was just binging, binging every single night, just TV for like four straight hours. And uh, yeah, I started realizing it just wasn't good for me. So I had to, to slow it down. And now what I've been doing is redoing binging of podcasts. And that's way more fun. <laughs> podcasts are you can't the the form of podcasts is uh is so good mm-hmm. it's it's so it's so exciting it's like but it's not it's not the it's not what we're used to right it's not like the in your face action packed like what's around or you know they keep you with like just constant changes going on it's just classic conversation it's just what we want to actually hear is more simple than we think we do and they keep up in the ante like marvel it's like good lord i say it all the time but it's like i needed a phd to dive into the marvel universe and now they're making it even harder because they're giving me tv shows i'm like dude i don't have time i exactly to watch your your tv series that are going to give me like this much information when you could have just and again i don't how does that relate to podcasting i don't know but for me it's very personal it's like i want to listen to that guy Mm -hmm. cool I want to hear about guns today. Let's listen to Colin Noir, or I'm probably butchering his name, but he's like one of the gun guys. Yep, Colleon Colleon Noir. Colleon Noir. I want to listen to nutrition today. I go, you know, whatever. I want to listen to ways that I could be better. Go to like School of Greatness or Tim Ferriss. I mean, there's just so many opportunities for you to just, depending on how you're feeling, get like just enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 30, 40 minutes. Now I am blessed. And as an engineer, we're kind of like, we have the opportunity to, there's certain tasks that take more time. Yes. And it's, and it's like mundane work because we all have it. It's like paperwork or this and that. And it's like, you just need something right here. Just, I don't need anything going crazy. Sometimes I can't do podcasts because it's a little, it, maybe it's a little too much and I have to mm-hmm. do something more chill music wise. But uh, yeah, sometimes you're just modeling 
all day you oh. know like i just have one thing like yep. it's gonna be i know it's a straight eight hours of just solid modeling all day today pop in a quick podcast something that's not like gonna go too off the rails or too like you have to sit there and think about it or like too mind-bending like it's just a simple podcast talking about nutrition or talking about whatever that can be the greatest thing and all of a sudden your eight your day is just gone you just burn through all of your your modeling time it's it's, it's great and and i'll tell you a good one inside trader joe's have you ever heard of it no stop it <laughs> on inside trader joe's it's the trader joe's podcast and literally all Stop. they do, no, no way. All they do is they just, it's like classic. If it's like 20 minutes of just Trader Joe's mumbo jumbo. Dude, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm subscribing it, right now. It's like, these are coming out this summer. Look for these products in store, you know? And then, and then <laughs> they do do some really cool. Sometimes they're super corny as you could probably figure. But they, they also go into details on like where they're sourcing wine from around the world, where they're, and I love some of the reviews they've talked about them. They've been like, here's a review from Jonathan in New Hampshire. I love this podcast because it's like, I don't have to do anything and feel like I have to be engaged at all to get a good listening experience. <laughs> it's like insulting, but they're like, I don't know if I should take this as a as a positive or a negative review, but thank you, Nathan. Um, that's, that's all. I just went and subscribed for everybody. There's 53 episodes. They're anywhere from like eight minutes to 27 minutes, but it's things like, uh, uh, how to make a Trader Joe's part one, or uh, what's it like to work at Trader Joe's. This is so cool. I had no idea. Dude, I'll, I'll throw you another one. Have you heard of the weeknight kitchen with Melissa Clark? Nope. I'm just learning all oh, kinds of things. Man, I'm, I'm that, learning with the listeners right now. This dude, it is unbelievable. It's like another shorty. It's like five episodes, but, but I am not joking. It is legitimately, no, sorry. I think it's, uh, it's like 10. Thir 13, 13. Thir I can't tell. Spotify doesn't tell me <laughs> 13 episodes, but dude, she one, She's my hero. She is, she, she is literally my hero. She's like recording in the episode and she has like the mic on and they're picking up the food sounds and it's like she's got the water boiling and then her daughter runs like she's in her kitchen legitimately <laughs> and her daughter runs in she's like hey peanut how's it going do you want to try some of this and she's just like so happy and her daughter's like thanks mom dude it is see that's what i'm talking about that is podcasting period <laughs> you are recording and your daughter's coming up and you're giving her snacks and and you do not care. You're you're straight on to, straight to the top. That's all. It is so real. It is so not like any other median. And uh, anyway, that's all. That's oh, all, listeners. I, that, that's it. That's all. I I love your passion for it. And and I've I've now subscribed to two more podcasts because I just decided I just didn't have enough podcasts in my life. Um, <laughs> well, you will you will smash through this weeknight kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she and whole I mean, can we just also her food is unreal. Like she is I'm telling you, this girl is amazing. Like her husband is a lucky man. Like that's that's all you got to say. Like mm -hmm. he he's got it dialed, man. Uh anyway, uh she comes out with stuff all the time and 
Oh, it looks, I'm finding more of her stuff right now. Like I've cooked a lot of her food. Almost everything on that episode, she's inspired wow. me to do. Or on those, uh, that 13. That's when I started to be like, dude, I love cooking. And this lady is making me just get, get it. Like she's, I had my notebook out. I'm not even joking, Sean. I would go home. I had my notebook out. I was like listening, re-listening to parts of the podcast that she's wow. like just talking in real time. She's like, yeah, I'll just do this and do that. Oh, we just throw a little bit of this in. And I'm like, <laughs> what? This is knowledge. Oh, anyway. <laughs> you like a transcribed podcast. I, I, no, I still, I still have that notebook. It's in the kitchen. hundred percent. Um, this episode is going a lot better than last week. I'll, I'll just say that right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> we can hear you. You're not having up a lung. It's, it's a, such an improvement. I, I wish the listeners could have heard it just because of how comical it was. And we were, we pushed so hard to make it through it. And John was just like, he was tearing up. I was like crying. trying, trying to push through the pain. And we just, we just had to call it quits, but yeah, this is, this is going great. I like this. This, this is absolutely amazing. Well, uh, we are, I mean, we have really flown through some content tonight, Sean. Um, I just want to throw this out for the wit, the rest, the, the list, the listeners. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning into Scooby-Doo. Um, the listeners. So this is my last thing I'm, I'm excited to share with everybody for the mid-year review. I'm at, I'm at 91 days riding to work in 2022. Wow. And, uh, it's, it's good. It's good. It's, um, I, this is the first time I've actually tracked it in, in, in number form. I'm doing a lot more tracking this year. I'm, I'm tracking. I just started actually tracking how much water I'm drinking per day. I knew it was a lot, Sean, but I'm actually drinking over probably about a gallon and a half of water a day. Good Lord. I didn't even know I was doing that, but I, but wow. I am. Yeah. I'm I don't know like, if I need to drink that much, but I definitely need to drink more water. <laughs> yeah, it's well, and I think honestly, that's the people are, have been asking me like, dude, how are you like riding your bike in a hundred and like today it was 109. I'm still killing it. I'm like 20 miles per hour on the way home. 109 mile, uh, 109 degrees. It's great. It feels great. But I think, dude, you got to have the, you got to have the nutrition dial, the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the, mainly the water. Cause like, I, I feel like that is the danger. Not like I, you would, if you're not in the right, if your body's not in the right shape, it could be painful. I think yep, I haven't been agree. at that point because I'm drinking that much water to get ready for, to keep myself in gear. But I've been doing that. I've been drinking that much water for even since San Diego. So I just only now started like actually figuring out, like, I think yesterday I was at like 150 ounces. Hmm. And then today I, I dialed it back slightly because I was like, oh, well, that's a lot of water. Maybe let's see how, so I'm going to really dial it in. I mean, I think a gallon obviously is, is like the min and then somewhere in between there maybe, but uh, yeah, tips, tricks. We got them all here at the how to hobby place. Please yes. like, and subscribe. Yes, please do. All right, I have one last question for you, John, to, to kind oh. of wrap up our, our mid-year review. And yes. for me, my question for you, and I'll let you answer first and then I'll answer, 
on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel that you have met your hobby goals in this first half of the year? Uh, yeah, no, I think so far so good. Um, the traveling, I guess is a hobby, but it does, it knocks me off my routine a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, so that actually has been a challenge, um, to navigate the, the ups and downs. I mean, Sean, I've literally, we've been traveling every other, every two weeks. You're never, you're never in one place longer than a couple of weeks. Yeah. And it's, I, I think that's just the nature of, we chose to move to Arizona. Now we got family on the East coast. I was just in Pennsylvania last weekend. You come back. I literally am on the plane Sunday, waking up Monday morning, get a bet, get on the bike. Like there, there are so many. So in that sense, I'll say, yes, I'm doing very well because I'm, I'm continuing to like push myself. It's not easy to get to 91 days when Mm -hmm. you're traveling. And so I am extremely happy. Also, I did my, my, my third year running on my birthday hike with the same people. And that's a, that's a challenge too, because I'm having to drive back to San Diego. That's where I did it. I hiked in California, not in Arizona. And so all of this, I think it's been great. It's been a new challenge because it's like you're traveling. You got to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of, I think that's the way it goes with when you start taking things to the next level, it's like, you're going to someplace to then do the thing. Yep. And that's difficult. It's not easy because traveling's hard on the body period, no matter what, whether you're on the trail. And I did have some issues with my body going on my, on this hike. I think you always do. I think fighting through the pain of like minimizing the, that's been my newest thing when it comes to hiking, backpacking, riding the bike, you're and, and, and doing the things I do like every day to keep myself in like, uh, jump roping. I do my 10 minutes of, of jump roping. Sometimes you don't want to do that. Your body hurts. It doesn't want not hurts, but like you didn't eat your, the, the meal didn't settle Mm -hmm. with you or something as simple as that. Like, I don't feel like I can do this. If you want to be the best self you can be, you have to let go of all of that extra. I want to quit mentality. Yep. And, and, and say, I call it, don't be a bitch, but I like I, it. I heard I that like from, it. I heard that from Joe Rogan. He actually said, <laughs> let go of your, I, I have to conquer my inner bitch. And that's what it is for me. Like there is, for me, there is an inner part of myself that wants mm-hmm. to not do the thing. Oh God. I struggle with that all the time. I think it's something that if people, if more people were able to admit to themselves, it would be a much happier society that we have that part of us and that we need to conquer it. That, and that's it. So it's not, I'm not talking to you listeners. I'm talking to myself. It's, it is not something where I'm looking around saying, don't do this. I do this. It's I'm looking inside and saying, don't be a bitch. Mm -hmm. Get out there today. Do this today. And so I feel like I've done that well as a mid-year and I'm continuing to learn how to do that better. And that's like an overarching hobby goal. It's like, it's a mentality goal. So I'm, I feel pretty good. Good. I like it. I think that was a fantastic answer. Exactly what I expected from, <laughs> from everything that you've been saying. And, and um, I would definitely give myself a, a, a lower score uh, for this year for hobbies, as I've already touched on 
in this episode, there were just some things in my life that were taken away and I've decided to commit to myself and really hone in on the hobbies I want to do and, and really make, make my life better because of, of my hobbies and really push harder and, and get out more and do more things. Dude. See, and, and this is what I love is it's such a, you never know where you're going to go. And I think that's been the trend in this episode is, you know, we, we've, we've let some, some big news out from your end. It hasn't been the best year, but you know what? You're here. And yep. what I appreciate is the fact that we've been able to continue to push for this podcast. And it's, it's a big win for me because this is hard to do. And every Tuesday we, we, we get in, we get in the comms, we have our comm chat and I, we say, all right, we ready to, we ready to go. And we keep each other accountable yep. because there either of us could pull, throw the, throw the flag in at any time. I could have done it last week, but you know, we, we went for it. We tried it. And this week we're going to get this up. I'm so excited to, to get content out there. That's so heartfelt. And thank you for sharing something that's personal and for the fact that you're not, it, it was taking away from something you love and that's why you made a decision. So this is, it's all, it's all up from here. This, yep. this, we are taking this podcast to the moon. We are inspiring people around the globe because this is reality. This is what happens when life gets tough. And you can either say, oh, I'm just going to stay where I'm at in this crappy situation. Or you can make a choice for yourself and for your family, ultimately. And uh, you can always, you always have a pivot option. And that's what we're preaching here. Sean, thanks for your time tonight. Thanks for being who you are. And listeners, thank you for listening. We hope you all have found some part of value from this discussion. Please, if you have any questions, comments, concerns regarding any of this, send us a line at our Gmail. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your feedback. And just know that we appreciate you. And we want to be uh, an opportunity for people to dial in and understand that this is an open forum. Sean and I are real people. And we go by the how-to hobby boys. We want to pursue the best we can out of life. And Sean's doing it every day. I am trying to do it as well. So, Sean, we'll be back next week. Oh, with more rip-roaring content. Who knows what else I'm going to be able to talk about now that I have <laughs> all day long to do whatever I want. I, I'm going to have, it's just going to be a week to week update of all of the crazy stuff that I've gotten up to in the last seven days. So I'm excited. Dude, I'm excited too. I'm about to get my evening workout on. You do the same and let's keep going. Let's do it. All right. Well, thank you for listening and take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How To Hobby Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give us a like and or follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks a lot and take care.